All right, good evening and welcome back to the Brown Paper Bag Podcast. My name is Saul G. You can follow me at 50 Shades of Saul G on Twitter. I'm joined tonight by my co-host. As always, the infamous one, G Phrase. You can find me on IG and also Twitter at the same handle, Inspires the Block. Gia, get at your boys. We back. Yeah, and uh, if you didn't catch our last show, uh, we had Miss Jaya from uh, South Carolina State. The, uh, the author of the children's book. If you if you got kids or if you got nieces, nephews, uh, please go to her site, the description box. Uh, I'm sorry, the description will be in the box below. Please go check out those children's books because she has some uh, big things coming up. Uh, and we just, like I said, we want to try to support uh, our, our young black authors, especially those who uh, have shown the show some love. So we just, I just wanted to shout that out. But uh, how's your week been, sir? Uh, it's good. It's good, man. I'm uh, still on my New York high, but uh, this um, Labor Day weekend, I'll be in Tennessee in the, in the cabins. So, you know, I'm steady moving around. I ain't tripping on COVID. I got a mask and uh, <laughs> I'm okay. doing me. Plus, them flights is real cheap. So, you know, hey, I'm taking the full advantage of, of the cheap flights. Yeah, man, you, you you keep taking those flights, my guy. I've been buying, uh, <laughs> you know, I ain't no stockbroker, so, uh, you know, don't don't take no tips from your boy. But uh, I've been buying a, a little bit of this airline stock while uh, COVID's been on. So uh, it's been doing pretty good. So I ain't telling you to buy it, but uh, that's what I'm doing. So uh, anyway, man, let's go ahead and get right into the show, man. Um, tonight, uh, we, we got another uh, special guest for y'all. Um, yes, sir. This, this young lady, like I said, she called my attention on Twitter probably about four or five months ago because, you know, uh, when you're out there in Twitter, you start to see a lot of the same thing and you start to see a lot of the same people talking about the same thing. So when you see something a little different, you kind of sort of be like, well, 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 wait a minute, what's she talking about? And then as you follow somebody for a specific period of time, you're like, wait a minute, they actually going to be consistent with what they talking about. So I was like, man, uh, I, I've seen this young lady, man. Um, I'm going to put a couple of links to some of her videos, man. This, this young lady is a, I seen her some videos, man. She going through like, uh, not obstacle courses, man, but she looking like uh SEAL Team 6 out there in real life, man. She, she's shooting targets. I, I, was, I thought she was going to do a little <laughs> barrel roll, man. But she was out there. I mean, just, just doing her thing, man. I saw her uh, in a rally in Richmond, Virginia, like, you know, some somehow somewhat people would say opposing groups if you listen to the media, but just coming together for some good. So I'm going to let her come on and introduce herself. Uh, I'd like to introduce our very special guest, uh, none other than Rhonda Mary. How you doing tonight? Oh my hello, goodness. hello. That was probably like the best introduction that I've ever got. <laughs> Well, I appreciate it. You know, man, no, nah, I just like, I just, like I said, I just, I just like showing love. Cause I mean, it, when, when you in this, this social media, YouTube, Twitter space, finding somebody with some common sense, or like I said, just consistent, don't have to agree. Just be consistent on what you're doing. Right. Uh, it's just, it's just greatly appreciated. But for uh, the people in the audience who might not know who you are, would you mind just giving a, a little brief, little background about kind of who you are and kind of yeah. what you do? Um, so, hey, y'all, my name is Rhonda Mary. I am a, a YouTube content creator. And so I mostly talk about um, politics and uh, social topics, usually as it pertains to the black community. Um, and so I've been doing that for, I 
a couple years now. It's even getting harder to keep up, maybe like three or four years now. And so it's been a journey. Um, it all started with me trying to, you know, when the whole fake news, this is fake news. And I'm like, like, why you keep saying it? So now I got to go find out because I'm curious. And that's exactly what I did. And so I will start like deciphering, you know, just going through these news articles and trying to find the truth. And so, you know, I people supported it. People liked it. I was, you know, just my intention to be as non-biased, honest, forthcoming as possible. And also giving a lot of viewers a different perspective on what it is like to be a black woman in America, you know, which sometimes opposes the mainstream media narrative of what a black woman is actually like. Uh, mm -hmm. So I don't necessarily check Candace Owens. I also don't necessarily check Angela Rye. Um, and, and like Joe Biden said, you have a lot of people that just don't think we're diverse and that's just not the truth. And believe it or not, I've had a lot of people reach out to me and be like, I love what you're doing or you say what I think and I just never said and things like that. So, mm -hmm. Okay. Well, like I said, yeah. that was, I mean, hey, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, like, like my man said, I, I, I see no wrong in what you said. I mean, if you try to yeah. find the truth, what, hey. what's wrong with finding right. the truth? What's Absolutely. wrong with knowing uh, uh, another side? You understand what I'm saying? Because like I said, everybody wants to try to put you in that box. And like I said, what she said is another reason why I wanted her on the show. Because like I said, if you look to my left, yes, did it right. All right. So if you look to my left on the screen, you know, like I said, we know this guy. We, we got totally different backgrounds. But when we come together on this show, we can agree on some things, disagree on some things. But at the end of the day, it's all about, like I said, trying to show you that spectrum. And like I said, we ain't no monolith. We don't all think, look, no. act, do anything the same, really. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, uh, number one, appreciate that. But uh, it's time to, to, to do our tradition as we do every day on the Brown Paper Bag Podcast. And I'm going to preface this by saying this one is my fault. So uh, I apologize <laughs> because... Yeah. Uh, it's been it, I, I can't even blame it's been a busy week i'm not gonna lie um somebody on um uh uh shout out to brandon uh brandon lloyd is that is that who put this who who, who put they ain't gonna say he put it together but he kind of put the idea out there i think his name is brandon lloyd on twitter so shout out to you brandon um we're kind of putting this together but uh I, I ain't gonna lie we had we had a guest lined up and then she said yes she would come on the show so i was so excited that i was like yo i forgot to tell her to bring her brown paper bag and beverage but <laughs> i was like you know what so yeah. once again this one is my fault so um i i will ask you again uh miss uh uh ronda like we always say what are you sipping on uh what are you sipping on tonight so tonight i just have me a little bit of ice water <laughs> Cool. Yeah, could you could you tell them could you tell them about the the the, the mug? Because I know you 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 kind of got a little catchphrase, and I ain't gonna lie, I love that catchphrase. So I I know the little catchphrase that you got. So could you kind of what like where are you from? Because that was the other part I was gonna ask. Like where are you from? So I am from Mississippi. I am like a real superhero out here. Okay, so this is my Hey Y'all mug. These are available mm -hmm. on my Teespring store. Super cute, right? They come in white and blue. Um, and yeah, I just start every show with that. Like, I think one day I just 
like randomly did it and people loved it <laughs> and yeah, like, yeah 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 because i know like every time every time you go on the show i'll be like it's almost like uh you be sitting around waiting for it if you don't do it people be like she gonna yeah, say it. She yeah. say it. and then it's like she does it you're like yes yeah. but uh okay we got we got the we got the uh ice water out the hey y'all mug cool that's cool. right that's cool that's a tea phrase uh, what you sipping on tonight well, definitely not no ice water. I did that all day at work, right? <laughs> so um, today, but I, hold, on, I got two things. I got me some. My, my son bought me this. You can see this. It's a, it's a, it's a bottle opener, right? Mm-hmm. Something's a little slick. And so today, I'm a first time. I'm gonna use it on uh, coming out of my bag. It's uh, Jeff. There's another one for you, Guinness. Guinness. I'm oh, going wow. with the Guinness tonight. Yeah, I'm going with the Guinness tonight. A little dark, little dark lager. Okay. Well, hey, hey, hey. Anytime we got a new guest on, man, I got to do something new. So, okay. Boom, okay. There you go. Let me hit it real quick to make sure it's. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Uh, I got a question for you. Okay. Right. Uh, is Mississippi still full of lizards every damn where? Because I spent summers there and it was just crazy when I was back home in Michigan going to Mississippi with them damn lizards everywhere. I wouldn't say we have a lot of lizards. Uh, <laughs> you know, we we're like real known for like like cleaner air. You know, you can put your toes in the grass and whatnot. You Definitely know, I like that. fishing yeah. out here and stuff like that. So, um, but I, I I see lizards like every now and again. I don't see them that often. So, well, the very first time I ever visited Mississippi, and it seemed like they was they had them like roaches. So <laughs> everywhere they was man tripped me out. I'm like, I want to go home. Let's go, y'all. But no, I had a good time with the very first time I went to Mississippi. That's good. I did. Okay. All right. Well, cool, cool, cool. Now we know a, a little bit about lizards in Mississippi. Um yeah. <laughs> let me see. Uh tonight, man. Um, uh, yeah, I, I I know he about to be mad at me, man. I got a uh a, a, a yerba mate. All right, and this one is the uh blue foria. So yeah, it ain't it ain't super tea tonight. It ain't the uh kombucha, but yes, yeah, it's, it's something else uh that I know my boy ain't gonna like. But uh yeah, that's what I'm sipping on tonight. Cause like I said, you know, uh I'm out here on the road. Uh can't have to uh my beverage selections are limited. All right. So um Mr. G Phrase, what do you think the world go ahead, what are you about to say? I was gonna say at least get some sparkling wine or something from time to time, man. Something you know the fake bubbly. I mean, <laughs> you know, what, he had me man, look I, like I'm an alcoholic on the show. Like literally, I'm, I'm pretty sure people think I'm a stone cold alcoholic because he always I, got the healthy drinks and it's all right though. It's all right though, bro. I, 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 I get some, I get some communion wine or uh, some sparkling apple cider for you, baby. That'll, that'll, that'll help it out a little bit. But uh, what do you think the world is sipping on, man? Because we had a, uh, it's been a, it's been an interesting couple of. Uh, Last couple of days or this week, man, what's the world sipping on right now? Well, I, I think this week I'm going to be a little bit specific on geographical locations, right? Okay. And I'm going to specifically target where I live at, and that's Atlanta, because we've been chilling. I mean, we've been cool, you know. I mean, uh, I think we on a little, 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 you know, little happy hour drinks, man, because it's actually been cool. We ain't been having no problems. I mean, I ain't hearing nothing you know that's gonna make us newsworthy and nothing like that so atlanta been cool plus we back open so i mean shit everybody chilling <laughs> uh what about you Rhonda? oh my what god do you, how, how do you feel the uh <laughs> like like based on the past week 
if you had to pick a beverage that you think would encompass what the feeling of the don't even have to go to world just maybe just the country what would you think that the the country would be sipping on like based on the happenings of last week uh they probably need a little patron uh to (laughs) to uh make it through and then sleep through the next morning yeah yeah. i mean i I, like mississippi has been um pretty chill i think a lot of us are just taking on all these different energies from the media and social media and then you walk out your door and it's like oh hey neighbor you know what i mean and the birds are chirping and you got maybe a, a lizard or two i don't know g friends but um <laughs> so yeah but everything that we think is happening is mostly for a huge majority of people being experienced through tv and social media yeah so i've been yeah. pretty much chilling no, I, I, I would agree with that. I think um, usually the emotion is directed from the media. You know, people pick up on that energy from different mm-hmm. information that they receive. And for the most part, uh, nobody cares about the truth. They only right. care what, what, you know, what feeds the, the, the basic information that they already have. Right. So this, this is why the media is broke up in different sects as it is because it's targeting a certain base, right. you know. And uh, if you in that base, then you take that information in and you just run with it. You don't even challenge it. Right. You, know, you, you just take it as fact. And so, like, you're right. I, I would totally agree with that. Let me ask you this here. All right. Um, if I just may, uh, what what was it like growing up in Mississippi compared to when you hear? Like, I'm from Michigan. OK, I'm mm-hmm. born and raised in Michigan. From Flint, Michigan at that, I moved down here because of the water crisis. Really? Uh, yeah, that's why I left. I packed my family up. And when that happened, we dipped and been down here in Atlanta for the past five years because of it. And, uh, I mean, don't get it twisted. Me times I miss home, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, that's why my, most of all my friends are at and family and stuff like that. And, uh, but it's, you know, it's, it was an industrial world growing up in, in Michigan, you mm-hmm. know, being down here in the South, it's, a, it's the polar opposite. So mm-hmm. I just want to ask you, you know, for those, like I've visited Mississippi before a few times, so I know what it's like, but what was it like growing up for you? Yeah. Um, growing up like hot, yeah. um, <laughs> awesome food, you know, catfish uh, and grits. Yeah. Um, very uh loving and connected, very yeah. friendly. Yeah. Um, pretty like community oriented, very, very, very family oriented, very uh-huh. family oriented. We will ha- we will have a family gathering like it's nothing. Yeah. Um, so that's a huge part um, of the Mississippi culture. Um, I mean, I've like I've enjoyed it. I've I've had no problems with Mississippi. People hear Mississippi and they think they lynching folks because you yeah street or they think we still around here riding in the horses and buggy don't get me wrong i jump on a horse but i don't have a buggy to go <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> gotcha. so, um so yeah um i mean it's cool depending on where you are it's, it's not a lot of uh confrontation because people yeah. here are really friendly for the most part people mind their business yeah. now i do say we do have a big uh 
prison population here, which is not good. Um, And then our education is kind of like at the bottom and things like that. Mm -hmm. Those are some of the downsides to it. But if you're talking about um, like getting your money's worth as far as if you want to like retire or Mm -hmm. try to own some land, like low cost of living and things like that, those are some of the better parts of Mississippi. So a lot of people growing up here like love it. You know what I mean? Even if move they can respect like the culture yeah um yeah no i mean that make a lot of sense and that's like um like i said i've had the privilege of visiting you know mississippi and what i experienced when the first time i went i was i was young and so i was it was a total culture shock you know for me coming from the north what was the culture shock what well, like well because where i stayed at it was in the country like mm-hmm. literally you couldn't walk to the store, you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. it, like you said, it was hot. We, I was in this, mm-hmm. over, okay, my father is uh, was born in Mississippi mm-hmm. and then came to Michigan, of course, when the factories and all that opened up mm-hmm. after he got out of high school. Mm-hmm. And so, but we would go back to visit my uncles and aunts and stuff like that. And it was just very rural, you know, and I'm coming from the city. <laughs> so that's what I mean by the coaching shock of it. All of the areas are not like that. You do have some areas that are more uh, city oriented. They're like cities. They're small. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not going to be like yeah. Atlanta or Flint or Detroit. They're smaller cities. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you have a Walmart and, a, you know, mm-hmm. you have stoplights. And, <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. No, no. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you have malls. You know, so it's just like yeah. a regular city is just much, much smaller um, compared yeah. to going to those larger cities. Well, I mean, actually, actually, Flint is a real small town. It's, I think oh, it's, okay. at one point, at one point in time, it was it was popular. One hundred thousand. I think it's less than that now. Okay. But, um, you know, it's just it, this the city of it. That was the first time I ever spent time like in the country. And it just so happened to be Mississippi at the time. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I mean, like it was just it looked so different. Cause like down here in Atlanta to me to Atlanta, I love Atlanta, but mm-hmm. it, so it look a little dated depending on where you're at. Really? Yeah, you know? do. It, certain areas look like okay. Dr. Martin Luther King probably grew up in that house right there. Yeah, that's, how, that's how a lot of like Mississippi still looks. If you would compare uh-huh. it to other places, it's not. I don't want to make it seem like super bad because I don't think it's super bad but we have places that kind of still look similar we have yeah. places that are restored to kind of keep the that culture of it um uh-huh. well that's why they come here to make a lot of like old movies um well gotcha. um so we talked about what the world is sipping on and uh I like to get straight into the topic of the night and uh the topic that we kind of want to talk about tonight is because um I've seen this uh, on your timeline a little bit. Um, an interesting topic, which I think um, some people don't like talking about, some people do like talking about, it's uh, gender roles, right? Um, are they still relevant in 2020? Do you feel like they're a good thing, bad thing? And um, first thing, first question I'd like to ask you is, what? how, how would you define gender role? Just to make sure that we don't go on the same like topic. So how would you okay. define what a gender role is. So I would define a gender role that kind of uh, goes with typically what we would think the male and female relationship to be or the dynamic. 
So it would be based along the lines of gender slash sex, whichever word mm-hmm. you want to use um, there. Because I know some people had their different ideas of gender now. So I'm going to yeah. throw sex in there too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. that's basically what I think it is. You have two people coming into a relationship and, you know, the man would do what we would typically uh, think or historically have seen the men to do in a relationship and vice versa for the woman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Corey, you agree with that? I mean, I do. I mean, for me, I would just add, it's like, you know, me and my wife, we try to define our roles uh, biblically. You know, that was the principles that we got uh, married on. So it isn't according to the standard of society. But when we actually started dating, this is how we wanted our marriage to be based on, you know, the roles that the Bible had laid out. So don't you think that historically American culture kind of uh, mimic that to some degree? I mean, to some degree, but also in different cultures. Right. Um, scripturally, it could be in, misinterpreted. So what are some of the things you think are, because I've never heard this said like this before. So what are some of the things you think that you and your wife do differently as opposed to, and I'm talking about historical, I'm not talking about, you know, 90s, um, independent mm-hmm. woman, I'm watching Oprah on a TV type movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I think one thing that we do real well is that we don't make major decisions without consulting with with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, like we all, we we communicate real well mm-hmm. on, on 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 things like that. Like, for example, and I'm just kind of lowballing a little bit, but let's say if she wanted to go to Walmart, she saw some stuff that she wanted, right? Mm-hmm. She'll give me a heads up, with like you know, I know what the account is. Is is it all right if I do this with mm-hmm. this amount of money? Instead of just going in, or even with myself, I don't have the identity to where it's like, well, I make all the money, so I'm gonna spend it the hell I want to spend it. I'm thinking like, hold on, my wife may need something through the week. Let me consult with her about, you know, if I wanted to do something with the money. So to bring it in, in, in a nutshell, we just make sure that we communicate on all uh, 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 issues uh, that we have to make a major decision on that it affect the household. I see. Okay. Yeah. Um- so I know you said biblically, so I guess one question that we would have is like, uh, so are we going, when you say, because I know sometimes when, when you mention the Bible, you can say that word biblically, sometimes it could it could mean a lot of different things. Does that mean, um, do, do you consider yourself the head of your house? Yes. Or do you consider yourself the head? And, okay, so you do consider yourself the head of the household. Um, what, what about uh, uh, you, Rhonda, do you, do you believe that um, you believe there's not? I don't want to say wrong because, like you know, it's it's, it's this your opinion. But as as far as you are concerned, um, when you're in a relationship, um, do you? I, I guess when when you're in that selection process and when you're dealing with somebody, uh, would you prefer him have that uh, kind of head title or kind of head position? Uh, you know, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, like I really, I'm, I really believe in freedom, right? Like I, I truly, mm-hmm. um, you know, if when you have two consenting adults that want to manage their relationship however they want, 
I am supportive of that if they feel like that is going to work for them. However, for me, uh, participating in gender roles has been one of the easiest things um, and one of the probably best things I've done. It's allowed me to be as stress-free and feminine and dainty and relaxed as possible. And mm -hmm. so that is what has worked for me. And so if I could recommend that um, to other women, I would, because I have unfortunately had to see the um, back side of that. You have mm -hmm. women that are stressed out. They're not getting the help they need with mm -hmm. the kids. They yeah. are, um, you know, having financial issues. And don't get me wrong, gender roles is not going to necessarily uh, negate financial issues. Many right. couples will deal with that at some point in their relationship. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But I just seen so many women who... You know, if you go into a relationship and it's like, oh, we love each other. Let's just be together. And it's no kind of like defined role of what we envision for this relationship, mm -hmm. what we want out of it, our long term goals and expectations for each other. My mm -hmm. personal belief is it is going to be harder. I have seen yeah. it time and time again. Not to say mm -hmm. it doesn't work. I'm not in everybody's relationship and everybody's relationship is different. However, for me and people I have seen also compared to even just recently, uh, you know, I have a friend that is going to be getting divorced soon and some of those talking points came up because the man was not meeting her expectations. But did you set those expectations? Did you create them? You know what I mean? You want to turn around five, 10 years right. later and it's like, oh, he doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. He's not stepping up to the plate. So yeah. now when you actually do gender roles, you participate in gender roles, it can be very specific. We know who to address when something uh, is mm -hmm. not happening or, or something's, you know, falling through the cracks. We know how to address it, address it very specifically and we know who we can address it to. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because I guess I, I, I kind of go down the same path. In uh, uh, my marriage, because it's like I don't, I never had the example of anything else, right? Mm -hmm. Like you know, I saw my father what he was in my household. So when your father is that that that, that you know that that strong head of the household, kind, of, I don't want to say he ran everything, but it was like he pretty much was. I mean, it was it was no question who was in you know charge of the family. You understand what I'm saying? It would be. Yeah, mom would deal with you, but, you know, we definitely had that wait till your father get home type of mentality and certain things like that. And if mm -hmm. anything needed to be handled, anything needed to really, you knew it was like if you didn't go to dad, uh, you know, good luck trying to, you know, get whatever it is that you were. So <laughs> that was the the only model that I had. So, uh, you know, when I got married, I was like, I don't know another way to function. So. We work, and that's why I always say me and my wife work really well because she doesn't, she doesn't even want any parts of that. Role. Like, I'll even try to like give her a like a little bit of that, you know, something like, hey, you know, you want to, uh, uh, uh. She's like, she's like, nope, nope, nope. She's like, you, you got it, you, you, you. And I'm like, 
you don't, you don't, I mean, you don't, you don't want to do anything. You know what I mean? And she's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Just, you know, doing the stuff that I don't like to do. And I think, um, a lot of times people try to classify it as a, a weakness or they try to classify it as being, um, you know, just, just, you know, you basically trying to, you know, sometimes they'll use the, I forget the word, like, uh, I don't even, what is it? Misogyny mm-hmm. or like, you know, yeah. they'll try to bring some type of word into it. And I'm just like, but my, I mean, it works for me. I'm not saying it's going to work for everybody because every woman doesn't desire that. But my question is, right. if you have a woman who's saying, I want a man, I need you to handle that. Somebody's knocking on the door. She's like, yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. not she's not answering that door you understand what i'm saying like you know you you in bed at night and some you know like they say something goes boom boom at the end of the night it's like uh you ain't gonna go check what that is right. she's not she's not you know what i mean like i don't consider my woman weak for wanting me to go do that because as a man i feel like it's my job to protect my family so why wouldn't i aspire to do those type of things because if there is a threat at the door I don't want her to be the first one in contact with yeah. you understand what I'm saying? If there is a threat in my house, I want to be the first line of contact, the first line of defense for my family. And I think that isn't to say that my wife couldn't defend herself. I'm just saying that is the role that I choose to play and the role that she has allowed me to play. I think that's another reason that uh, when people start to say like it's weak, I always say, well, women in my, I mean, it's not even my opinion. It's the truth. Women run everything. Women control everything from from life to the aspect to if you ask a girl a number and she say no, it's over. With. You understand it's what I'm saying? If you, try to, <laughs> yeah. if, if you go any, you know, like you said, if you go any further than that, you know what I mean? You're going to be locked up. So because women control everything, the fact that I always say you do realize they allow us to have that position because if a woman doesn't allow you to have that position, then I feel like you're going to, you know, you're necessarily going to run the problem. But that's that's just my thoughts on it. Um, well, I will say this here just real quick. Um, I, I think you have to command that position. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I agree with you because my father used to always tell me this. He said he would tell me that uh, a man don't choose a woman. A woman chooses a man. Right. right. And that's the part. But other than that, though, it's like if you're the not if you're not demanding that role as a man, then you grew up similar to mine was the opposite of yours. Like my mm-hmm. mother, my mother was the alpha. Mm. Right. My mother ran the house. It was all because of what she brought in financially. Like for mm-hmm. some reason. And, and she would challenge my father's ego on that uh, quite often. Right. You know, it, it constantly throw that in his face. And what he would do is sidebar is to give me all the, uh, information and wisdom that I needed once I got into a relationship or marriage so that I could not go through what he went through because he allowed it to go on for so long to where when he tried to uh, uh, reel that beast back in, it, it, it wasn't nothing happening. You know? And so I think that nowadays we have to command that respect as the head of the household. Because you're right, you, uh, uh, as Rhonda said, you know, you might run into one of those I'm Miss Independent, I don't need a man for nothing type, you know, woman. Right. But you dig at her, and it's like, okay, hold on now. Listen, if we're going to do this thing, then you got to let me be me. You got to let me be a man. You got to take that down. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just, that's, I just think that's still, to close it out. I don't, 
I don't necessarily like agree with that. Um, okay. I I don't like the word command, right? I feel mm-hmm. like when you're dealing with a masculine man that is on his stuff that uh, makes you feel safe and makes you feel comfortable, I don't think you have to demand anything. It comes Actually, it comes quite naturally. And mm-hmm. I've even seen that in dating different people, how, you know, I've like always been um, feminine, you know, that's mm-hmm. how, like, that's basically how we're raised here. So I've always, you know, like, I, I want to say I'm not like a girly girl, but I've kind of always been in that role. However, I have mm-hmm. seen, you know, going from dating a guy to uh, that was raised in a um, single parent home, only raised by his mom. And he would take on a lot of the characteristics of his mom while we were dating. Mm-hmm. And to see how I responded totally different from that to a guy that is um, very masculine, more gentleman-like, and both of them are, um, both of them are masculine, but I think it's just, it, it, it all depends, like g said, kind of what you saw, and if you mm-hmm. make the decision to go that same route, or go mm-hmm. a different route, and different men, I think, and I'm, I would think this is true in the reverse different mm-hmm. men can bring out different responses yeah, out mm-hmm. of the same woman depending on because honestly right like like Pete, like i hear men talk about being nagged oh she nags me this and the other if you're doing yeah. what you're supposed to be doing <laughs> on your stuff believe it or not uh, um unpopular truth she's not gonna nag you what's, what's she gonna have to nag you about if you are taking a lead, doing what you're supposed to do. Now, don't get me wrong, okay? <laughs> I, I got to throw this in here, right? Okay. We still human. Yeah. We are still human. So every now and again, you might have um, her, you know, you naturally have people that it may be some confrontation. She may try to challenge you in some way or another. Those are human emotions. So I don't want to act like, you know, oh, she'll never do that. If She'll never do that if you're this great man. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just the truth. You're still going to kind of go through those, you know, relationship things. Um, but right. I don't necessarily think you have to command anything because actually what's going to actually happen if you aren't a very masculine man that is keeping up his bargain of those roles and you are the person trying to command or demand something, it's going to cause more friction than anything. Let me say this real quick. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm using the word command um, in, in, in a sense of, for example, um, when you're dealing with, with a military official, if you're somebody that's in the military, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Most commanding, you know, people in high ranking of uh, roles, they don't they don't demand or ask you for no kind of respect because their history has already proven right. why they are in these positions. Mm-hmm. So therefore, they command respect. And if you can't give them that respect based on them proving themselves to 
uh, if you want to say the fleet or whatever, based off what they've proven to get in that, 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 that position, then you don't need to be there. So that's the term in which I'm using the word command, not saying that, you know, I'm being, uh, you know, this kind of person, oh, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. you, you, you can tailor into the fact that I'm proven my, I've proven myself that I can hold this position down. I can so, see that. I can see your so, point. It's kind of like it's kind of like in the dating phase, right? If a if a guy that will want to participate in more traditional gender roles, mm-hmm. if he's dating a girl and this girl is like, you know, um, let's say she maybe has like a super bad attitude, and he's like, nah, that's not really my vibe. Like, I don't do that. And she mm-hmm. continues that. Typically, he's gonna just cut it off early and not deal with that. So it's not a is it. And this goes to your point. It's not necessarily like a oh you're gonna do this. It's more so exactly. like this is who I am. This is what mm-hmm. I provide. This is what's on the table. If this is not what you want, like exactly. That's it. Yeah. Right with it. Yeah. 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 And, and I I would kind of say like I, I think I understand what he's saying because I feel like there is a like I like the part that you said when you say. Like my history speaks for itself, right? Like yeah. you have developed like a track record of, you know, if you're consistent in a relationship, if you're consistent in what you do, if you're consistent and you know, even your uh reaction to different things, then I think that is the same thing that you're kind of going across. Because like I said, when you brought up the military point of, like I said, it uh, it's kind of sort of like in the military, if you're enlisted or if you're an officer, right? If you're an officer, you get an automatic salute, right? No matter uh how long you've been in you could have been in a day a sergeant major's been in for 30 years he still got to salute that guy that's been in there for a day so that's the reason why like you say when you just have a a, a track record or a history of kind of sort of uh a command in that respect and i think like i said it does go both ways as well because um it's also less that you have to ask from your partner as well yeah, same way like they 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 command things quote unquote from you or, or demand things that you would say in a relationship that, like you said, it's the less that it's almost like a, a, a nonverbal thing that starts to begin to happen because mm-hmm. uh, like, for example, you know, when I come home, like um, I don't really have to say a lot, you know what I mean? I don't really have to like do a lot. You understand what I'm saying? Like when I come home, like, you know, I, I, I'll bring my clothes in, you know, from my truck and it's just like, man, by the time I leave, you know, they're washing, folded, and, uh, you know, sometimes they'll even get put back in my truck. And I'm like, oh, man, appreciate it. I was going to watch them. She was like, no, 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 I can't let you do that. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Same way, like, if we if we go and, you know, uh, we out and, you know, the, we stop at a gas station, right? She don't move. You know what I mean? She's not about to pump her own gas. You know what I mean? Like, she'll just sit there. You know what I mean? Like, it just be like certain things, but it's just like, to me, it's even like certain things. That it, even if she's driving. Yeah, she's even if she's driving. <laughs> yeah, she just go, exactly. But that's, you know what I mean? But that's what I'm trying to say. I feel like once you get to that comfort level in your relationship, it's a lot of things that become nonverbal that you just kind of handle because you're used to uh, uh, just doing it so that's the reason like uh, I know we use words like command demand whatever the case may be but I feel like after a while once you start getting into that comfort zone of your relationship it's not a lot that really needs to be said you know what I mean it, it's just like it, like you said it'll it'll just automatically happen you know what I mean like it, it'll 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 just kind of flow 
Um, imagine so, like all of the imagine all of the burden and the stress that removes, right? Because it's it's you now you don't have to. Everything is not a bargaining chip. Oh, yeah, I did correct. it last time. Can you do it this time? Oh, I did this. You know, in that uh, you do this now, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. just very consistent. You know what you have to do. Most likely, if you actually love this person, you enjoy this person, you enjoy doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's an equal exchange. It's not, oh, I do everything for him or I mm-hmm. do everything for her. It's a very equal exchange, just in different areas. Yeah. No, I, I was going to say. Yeah, I was just gonna say something, and then uh, like Corey can like, 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 kind of, like, uh, he kind of saw this or whatnot. But it's like when you kind of go outside of your role, and you do something that's technically outside of your role. Because remember, we was out to eat, right? Mm-hmm. And um, your wife asked my wife about me cooking, right? Yeah. And did did you see her response? Like she lit up. Like you know, like I'm. Uh, I, I can't think of no chef, but you know what I mean. She made it seem like I'm. Uh, what's what's my what's my guy that be uh, Emerald? You know what I mean? Emerald Lagasse yeah. or the the guy that be yelling at the kids. I can't think of his name, but that's how she was. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because like, also when you do something that's technically outside of your role or kind of going above and beyond, I think that you get that level of reciprocation is just appreciated mm-hmm. a lot more because mm-hmm. it's just like yeah. Oh yeah, you you don't cook nothing when I'm home. But if it's like you know, she come home and the grill's already lit and I already got something in the oven, she's like, you know, it's like above and beyond. But go ahead, I'm sorry. What are you gonna say? Uh, no, you you made such an excellent point. I mean, uh, uh, on that one, I mean, even, okay, I would say like with me and just just add it because it was something totally different what I was thinking at first. But you just kind of brought mm-hmm. it out and yeah. uh, just adding when we're talking about the consistency uh, of being that head or being that person. Like me and my wife been married for eight years, but we've been in we've been knowing each other since we were 14. Right. And I'm 43. Well, I'll be 43 in September. So we have a long history. And when we finally when I finally got her because she did not like me when I was younger. She, she didn't. She didn't. She didn't. Nothing about me was, was attractive, was appealing. She didn't give two F's about me. Right. Growing up. But when I became a man, it was a different story. But one thing that I always have promised her is that I will I will always be who I tell her I'm going to be. And to give you an example, like uh, uh, since we've been in a relationship, do you know she has not opened her own car door since we've been in a relationship? I love that. Like, I- Even in the rain, I open it. I got one rule. I tell her I got one rule. I say, now, if you pop it open, you got to get out. <laughs> you got to get out. Uh, <laughs> Because I'm really, really what I'm telling her is like, let me do it. Mm-hmm. Let me do it. I'm going to do it. It's one thing you don't have to worry about. So I really try to get her in the habit. It's like, yeah, I'm going to do that. But as far as like intentionally, no, I've always opened the car door, always opened doors for her since we've been in a relationship. Yeah. And and she, she expects it. You know, I mean, like 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 you said, so you, your wife hears something at the door, she's going to look at you. We start mm-hmm. approaching the car. My wife already knows. Step on this side so I can bust that joint open. She that get Sweetest thing ever. I love that man. A guy that opens like the car door, that is like like elite. Just because mm-hmm. it's you know, you have the traditional aspect to it, but even just knowing you don't have to do that, mm-hmm. and even knowing right the 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 what it's modeling to other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Because it says something. It says something when people see him walking around a car and it only takes a few seconds. It's That's a hard. very simple gesture. It's a very yeah. simple gesture, but I promise like that, like that is a one thing, you know, like I got friends, I got friends that tell me all the time when we hanging out, they'd be like, "Man, why are you trying to start new habits with my old lady?" Right. I'm, like, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just doing it. it. I'm like, I'm just doing it. Yeah. It works. It works. Yeah. So. And, and um, go I've been um, you know, I've been out uh to dinner with my guy, and he would uh, it was this one particular time where we um ordered a round of drinks for the girls sitting next to us because. You know, they just did something nice. Like, I think they told us the meter maid was like at the car, something like that. And so after we just decided to buy everybody like a round of drinks, mm -hmm. and, um, he ended up having to to take an important call. And so he was like, well, you know, I'm going to go to the car. You know, you want to go ahead and um, pay for the food. And then he mm -hmm. thought about it. And he was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Let me come back because I got to set the precedent that, you know, like... I'm going to take care of this. We, you know, mm -hmm. I bought the drinks for the ladies, that type of thing. And I'm thinking like, you know, that sets an example. It sets a tone, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, and, and I, you pay attention to that. Yeah. And I, yeah. I agree too. And, um, I don't, I'm, a, I'm just going to ask this. Then I want to kind of move to, uh, kind of sort of let's, let's, let's get some definition, but, um, uh, I, I ask you this because, uh, you know, we, we, we both, uh, we got a lot of, uh, we got, you know, we 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 um we we, we got daughters, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. my question to you, because I know, like you, you know, you know the situation with, with my kids and whatnot. But uh, when they were here, um, I was responsible for like everything. And when I say everything, like just like opening everything, like I have never opened up so many drinks and and pickle jars <laughs> and peanut butter and like you know chips. And it's just like it's like everything you know what i mean but i don't have no problem it's like they'll go get some chips and then they'll come in here and be like can you open this for me please and i'm like yeah i got you boot. And they're like thank you then they'll walk it's like sometimes they almost do it like a game like they they i mean they want that attention but i'm just like i don't have no problem doing that and it's like the the mom is kind of putting that in here like you know it's okay to go ask you know it's okay to go ask your father like if, if you want uh if you want him to do something like that for you, you know, that's not a problem. If there's something that she can't reach or anything like that, just like basic little things like they have no problem coming to ask me, uh, you know. But at the same time, if we sit down and we have dinner, they'll be like, what do you want to drink? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I'll take water. And then they'll go and, you know, they'll 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 put my little glass and they'll they'll do that same type of reciprocal type of thing. So it's exactly. like so it's like the the you know, starting them when they're little so that they kind of already have that. I know, uh, what about you, sir? Do you do any of that type of stuff with uh, with your daughter? Man, I am. My daughter is like the most spoiled little girl ever. <laughs> right? I'm talking about, I mean, I can, I, our relationship is is the highlight of my life. No, not to my wife, right? Yeah. But, but my, my, my daughter is just my everything because I got I got three sons, right? Mm -hmm. I got three sons, and then this little angel that I've been blessed with, man, to help me or help yeah, I would say help me, help me mm -hmm. to do everything that I've done wrong to turn around mm -hmm. and do it right. Like she's mm -hmm. like my second chance. 
to do everything oh, right. Wow. And so, um, no, I just, man, I wouldn't care what it is. My daughter wakes me up at two in the morning. Uh, can you give me some tips? I'm getting up. <laughs> I mean, it's just my wife's like, why? But I mean, it's just, you know, <laughs> having daughters is something different, man. I mean, that's just, when God mm-hmm. did that one there, when he blessed you with a little girl, man, he, he really trying you out, so. And so whether people believe it or not, right? Like that is literally not only modeling the behavior for her, but modeling it to your sons as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, no matter how much people try to deny this, y'all are the ones aiding or grooming the men that are going to be the opposite of when these women say, well, where are all the good men at? Or why don't mm. men protect us? Or why don't mm. we want to ever pay for dates? Or why don't mm. you guys are raising the opposite of that? And so I, I I think it's weird. I think it's weird people can't see the value in that. Mm. But I think they have to see it from the correct lens. And this is why I kind of challenged your word earlier when you use the word command, because I don't want anybody watching to get the wrong idea it's not an authoritative like even you and your wife talking communicating about everything when you're in Mm -hmm. one of these type of relationships communication is the forefront it is coming to these relationships super communicative because Mm -hmm. you both want to make sure you're on the same page and Mm -hmm. where you're going um but just throughout communication is probably one of the most important things and when you have a man that's actually masculine mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. he's gonna re- re- uh, respond to you you know i don't even want to say in the opposite energy but mm-hmm. it allows you to um express your emotions and mm-hmm. be who you are and so this idea that um uh, men are uh what what's this new term that they use now it's not misogynistic it's another one what toxic 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 yeah. toxic masculinity that's exactly yeah. what I'm talking about this idea that masculinity is toxic no the absence of masculinity, masculinity is toxic that's because right. when he's not masculine first of all he's not man enough to be honest with you yeah. okay mm-hmm. that's how you get these cheating men he's not honest enough to uh uh or he's not earnest enough to to want to provide and actually protect and these are things that come out of pure genuine love and do you know how much a man has to admire you to even want to take on such responsibility yeah Mm -hmm. like that's a heavy weight so it's not just you know most men out here they like whatever you you know but you know, when when a, a man is actually acting in his masculine role, like for me, it's allowed me to like now I don't have to go to a job where I have to have an attitude or I don't like what I'm doing or I have to work hella hours. I'm able to yeah. pursue my hobbies. Yeah. Um, I'm able to do what I love and I'm able to be at peace and happy. And I feel like that's the truth of what masculinity um, provides. No, I you know I I, I think but, we both identify with that because like like uh, I remember somebody asked me one time like did your wife work and I was like no nah. and they was like why not why you I, that got to be hard on you you know you paying all the bills I say my wife don't work because she don't have to if she chooses to if she want to do it then cool 
But mm-hmm. I, yeah. my my role as the head of the household, I'm going to provide the necessities regardless. Even if I was right. by myself, I'm going to make sure I got a house. I'm going to make sure I got a car. Exactly. I'm make sure the bills paid for. I'm going to do that anyway. But it's so much more enjoyable that yeah, no, I got this family with me. You know, and so yeah. um, I agree with you when you said you get that. Like my wife does the same things. Like even right now, they went to the beach. That well, the only the man made beach here in Georgia. It ain't even a real. Oh beach. God. <laughs> what Clayco out Clay County? Yeah, yeah. No, not Clayco. It's up north. But that's okay. Now nah, you could go ahead. Go. That's what they wanted to do today, and I was like, you know, just make sure y'all got all the necessities y'all need. She's like, okay, cool. But I, and I like doing it though. That's the thing about mm-hmm. it. It's not. A, it's not necessarily. Um, I would say a challenge, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I get to, like you said, set the example of my boys. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what yeah. you do when you head of the household. This is what you do. You know, because like yeah. me and my wife originally had an agreement that when we had our daughter that, <laughs> excuse me, that she mm-hmm. wouldn't work because we didn't want to put my daughter in daycare. Like, we refused mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until she went to school. But if she wanted to, she could take a third shift because I'm here, you know, through the day. But at the same time, once again, it's like I, I, I enjoy that. And it allows my daughter and my, my wife to have bonding time. You know, mm-hmm. my wife also has the time to spend with the boys because a lot of times I get off of work. I'm tired. You know, I mean, I try to do a few things and but yeah, so I, I just say I agree. I like how you put that. Yeah, um, I was just going to say, yeah, I, I think that um the, the other part of it is right. It's the um, the enjoyment, right? Because mm-hmm. it's one thing to do something because, like you know, we like we talking about gender roles, whatever the case may be. It's another thing when you do something and it you you, you know you're fulfilled from doing it. You know what I mean? Like you know, you yeah. talk about like your wife not having to work. Like mine works, but I always say you know she works because like she just find a way to to, to spend all her money. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> Like we, you know, she don't she don't work because like like it's dependent on something. You know, we don't yeah. live in a a a, a two a, a two income household. I had this this thing I used to say before. You know, when I got married, and this is something that that I that I've always tried to practice even when I wasn't married. But I used to say, "What's mine is ours. What's yours is yours." You understand what I'm saying? Like. I don't be asking how much money she yeah. make. I don't be concerned about what she got going on over there. I be like, yo, do your thing, right? You know, like like I say, every time I come home, it's some new furniture bought, it's some new silverware, glassware, and I'm just like, you know, she she just be like, um, oh, I saw the gas bill. Did you want me to pay it? And I'll just laugh. I'm like, you got so much money, you just looking for a bill to pay. You're the only person I know that's opening bills, trying to find something to pay. I'm like, nah, you we're good. But mm-hmm. to me, I've always wanted to make sure. That's why people say, you know, I'll be out here all the time working. Um, why do you do it? Who are you doing it for? I'm like, I'm doing it for my family. You understand what I'm saying? I get yeah. enjoyment for them not even have to understand, like, what it's like to not have or, like, you know, to have lack. Like, I don't want anybody to have lack in my family. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I want everybody to be good. Like, I don't want them to know. Oh, lights about to get cut off, water about to get cut off, gas about to get cut off. We gotta take cold shot. Like, I don't want them to know about any of that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I'm out here working and I'm doing that for us. But um, you know, that's that's just something that I, I kind of wanted to to just touch on. But what I want to do is I kind of wrap things up, is I just want to kind of define, okay, we're gonna go, 
we'll go women first, right? Because we've talked about gender roles. And I know men, we kind of sort of have this code called chivalry, which kind of lines everything up for us, right? Like technically what you're supposed to do. So if we are going to discuss gender roles, what I like to do is kind of to go around and say, what do you feel, I guess, would give me, give me, I don't know, it could be an activity or it could be uh, some, somewhat that you consider would be a feminine or a female gender role within a relationship. So we'll, we'll start with you, uh, uh, Rhonda. I mean, so that's that question. And this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. I mm -hmm. think, um, and another thing people need to, to know about the like gender roles is, is that, yes, you're going to have those kind of like more typical traditional roles. However, mm -hmm. Everyone should be catering their relationship to to them. Mm -hmm. um, so, if I could just say, you know, like traditional gender roles. So, in my relationship, um, I cook. Okay. Uh, I wash clothes, and he, like, takes out the trash. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff, you know what I okay. mean? For like major stuff, at least. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, but, but then again, you know, I have a, I have a aunt um, and an uncle, I would still say they're in gender roles or a, a very mm -hmm. traditional couple, but my aunt doesn't cook. She like, doesn't know oh. how to cook. Like it's yeah. just not her thing. And he knew that mm -hmm. coming into the relationship. So he cooks or they do take out regularly. Um, right, right, right. Oh, um, see, so I guess when I was asking, I wasn't necessarily like I, the way I was. The guy, I guess when I was asking, I was thinking this like I don't even want to say the cliche ones, but I was saying like a like like for example, for a man, the 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 chivalry says you're supposed to open doors, right? Like that's kind of a universal one. I wasn't necessarily saying that there is something that necessarily, well, you know, could be defined. If that makes sense, you understand what I'm saying? Like if that if that makes a little bit more sense. I'm just saying like if we're going to define them traditionally. Uh, just like you know, basically like a, a universal plug for a, a a woman's a a woman. Like these are the quote unquote the, the the basics, right? Like we're not trying to say this will work for everybody, but just say like okay, I would consider that maybe a woman's traditional role. I would consider that a man's traditional role. And the ones you named, you said you cook, you wash clothes. I agree with you on that. You say the man takes out the trash, he pays the bills. <laughs> Once again, I agree with that as well. Um, did you have something else you want to? Or are you are you pretty good on that? No, I mean that's pretty good. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna, you know, I I actually like the outdoors, but it's when I want to do fun stuff. I'm not trying, mm -hmm. to, you know. So I'm gonna allow him to do the manual labor unless it's something where he actually like needs my help. I'm super super helpful. Um, okay. But you know, however, like I, I don't like taking out trash and <laughs> you know all that other stuff. Which you shouldn't. Which you and, shouldn't. Uh, it's you know, it's also certain things that I I really don't care for. Like I'm not the best at. It's just something about washing clothes. I'm not really great at it, but I do it. 
Hey, I mean, you know, hey, like I said, well, you know, you what do you say? You strive to be, you know, you strive to be better. You know what I mean? You strive to, you know, you, you find something that you feel you you're not that great at, and you focus on it, and you keep working at it. Uh, right. What you got? Uh, what you got, D. Phrase as far as like um, what you consider. A, a, a man's traditional role and a, a woman's just traditional, like I said, not necessarily even in your relationship, just like you saying, okay, basic. A basic man should be doing this. A basic woman should probably be doing this in a relationship. Oh, so you want me to give a generic answer? Generic. Generic as possible. Not as, not, you know, like I said, we're just basically trying to establish like, okay, you're a basic man because you take out the trash and you you pay bills. So at the basic level, you are a basic, you know, it doesn't qualify you some because it still doesn't talk about how you treat them. But when we start talking about gender roles, let's 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 separate the masculine ones and somewhat the, the more feminine ones. Not to say like cooking or cleaning is feminine, but I do feel like those have been more assigned different aside, if you will, if that makes sense. Right. It doesn't mean uh, you know, a man can't cook or clean. It just means that based on the, the the traditional aspect of it that's what it goes all right so i would say for the for, for the man um in the general is to be a protector like uh -huh. i'm going to do that come hell or hot water like when you i give an example like for for me um i lay on the side of the bed where the door is at no matter where we at if we're in a hotel if we are in our room, staying over somebody's house, I'm mm -hmm. always going to sleep on the side of the bed where the door is at. Cause I want to be the first one to be able to respond to it. So in that aspect, yeah. Uh, you know, the basic one would be to be up to be a protector for, uh, the woman, I would say, and it, it's the one that I'm thinking, right. Mm -hmm. I I think in in a gender role for a way that a woman should be a help meet. Now let me explain that. All right, help meet not m e a t like meet, but m e e t to be a help meet of a man to accomplish his goals. Right, help the man be a help meet to him so that he can accomplish his goals in life. Because at the end of the day, if he accomplishes goals. She benefits from that too. The whole family structure does. Mm. If you understood, that, if that, that made sense. Was that TDJ? So you used to help me. I feel like I heard that somewhere. Somebody did the pastor say that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I heard that. It's a common term in like. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, was about to say, I, like, I heard. Okay. Now, no, you I, good? I, I, I heard it from Louis Farrakhan. Okay, I no heard problem. Years ago Louis Farrakhan, but now that I'm married, that's what we incorporated in our. I mean, for example, like even I did multiple podcasts and my wife be in the back room. So she mm -hmm. knows that I'm doing something as, as a goal at it. She makes sure that the house is down. Don't nobody bother me. Even in that sense, that's still being a help meet because me and you do have a goal with this. But no, yeah, I, I, I give credit where credit is too. I got that from Minister Farrakhan years ago. Okay. Um, and then for me, like I said, uh, I guess I, I'm, I'm pretty simple, man. Like, uh, um, I like to cook, but, um, I think if a a woman, uh, you, you know, for that because uh, I can't do yeah. that. I can't cook a lick. I can't boil water. <laughs> I can't even no. boil water without boiling it out. So. I, I, I think you could do a little better than what what we give you credit for. But um, I, I think like okay. you know, uh, thank you, uh, uh, thank you, you. You're welcome. I I think at, at at a basic level, a woman should have 
Hey, hey, she should, she should know her way around the uh, kitchen. Just know how to cook because it's not only for her, but it also goes for you know if you do have children, like it's a, it's a part of something that they they need to to survive. You understand what I'm saying? So if it's like nobody around the house can cook, um, you know, then I'm not necessarily saying that it falls on a woman, but I do believe that's like a basic woman should be able to cook. You know what I mean? I feel like a basic woman also should uh have some sense of educating her kids as well like not just you know raising them but also she should be able to fill in the gaps that you know our current situation in schools and the school system can't fill so i feel like those should be something that a a, a basic woman could do you can cook you can educate your kids you're good uh from a man's side um my main thing is i just start from a man should work Okay, I don't I don't care what job he has, I don't care what he's doing, but okay. uh, I I have zero respect for a man who does not work. Um, and that's just what, like I said, the you know everything else that falls under that killing spiders, answering the door, opening pickle jars, all that other type of stuff is great. But if you not if you don't have no job, I can't like you're not even a man to me. You're some nah. some hybrid. Uh, you know we got so many different terms now. Like you know you you like a, uh I mean you know I don't even, yeah you like a uh, something else, you know what I mean. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna use no words. It's gonna get me in trouble. But you, you ain't a man. You know what I mean. You're not even a, a man with a T in front of it, in my opinion. You just, like I said, you are something else. So I think that's just the basic for me. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I, I, I think we, we, we've done a pretty good job of identifying just the roles, gender roles play in certain relationships, the roles uh that they could play. Uh, what I want to do at this point, like I said, we're coming to what we call last call. So what I like to do is, first of all, I like to thank our our guest, uh, Miss yeah. Ronda, for coming on the show. And uh, once again, like I said, uh, this is the these are the type of people that I say, you know, like uh, you know, these are the people that I mess with. You know what I mean? Because like yeah. you saw, she was like, wait, 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 hold on, what you say? No, 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 have no problem. No, hold on, hold no. On. Hold on, you know, like, like exactly, exactly. Hold on, hold on. Now, ain't gonna be no demanding over here, partner. You understand what I'm saying? Like, but I, I have no respect for it. It's not like my boy face went, you know, straight sour when she said that. She explained herself, and these are the type of discussions that need to happen more often, especially when you're talking about black people, especially when you're talking about relationships, especially because of what the 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 media thing is black men we don't care nothing about black women we don't protect y'all we don't love y'all we don't want nothing to do with y'all uh we don't even respect y'all's opinion so the fact of she explained herself very uh eloquently uh and, and let her know like like i said we can even disagree but it's not like she gonna leave the show and I'm be like, yo, man, we can't. Nah, you see, she didn't just come on here and agree with everything that we said. So we can't, we gotta, you know, nah, nah, we ain't gonna, you know what I mean? It shouldn't have to be like, agree with me or I can't deal with, you know, like, right. I feel like, like, um, yeah, like, yeah. uh, there, there's a saying that iron sharpens iron, right? So when you're getting a little like, hold on, hold on now, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me check that. And, and you get that, you say, okay, cool. Well, this is what I meant. Oh, okay. Well, we're not confused now, so we're good. You understand what I'm saying? I think these type of conversations are um, yeah. are, are, are necessary. And like I said, I appreciate you, uh, you, you're giving us your time. So I want to ask, do you have like, uh, you know, like some final thoughts to the people out there? Yes. 
Um, I would like to say to you guys, definitely thank you for having me. I would definitely like to be back um, in the future. I think this has yeah. been a very um, interesting conversation for people out there that would like to, you know, uh, reach out to me, keep in touch with me. I am Rhonda Mary Bids, Rhonda Mary B-I-D-S on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter. Okay. Uh, T-Frage? Um, once again, you know, please subscribe, like, and comment to the Brown Paperback Podcast. And uh, I thank Rhonda for actually making me give clarity, right? <laughs> but that's the beauty of conversation, though. You're right. You can't just throw something out there and be like, hold on. That can be interpreted multiple different ways. What you mean by that? But this is the beauty of us. Really, this is what you see in the Black culture. We do that. You know, so we don't yeah. challenge each other to tear each other apart. It's to make each other better. Right. And uh, I you know, and I thank you once again for or originally for coming on the show. You know, um, you're more than welcome anytime. And uh, it was an honor and a privilege to have this conversation with you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, um, you know, I, I like I said, I, I just, you know, the, the more we do this show, uh, the more I feel like we on the right track because, um, you know, um, I know a lot of people spend a lot of time in politics, but we're trying to occupy a space that is basically controlled. Uh, it, it don't even have to say by any side. It's just controlled. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Because anytime you hear any certain conversation, there's always like a slant to it. It's always like something else in there. We can't just say, this is what I feel. If you disagree with me, that's fine. Explain why you disagree with me. But you know what? At the end of the day, I still love you and we still good. Yeah, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like you still invited to the cookout at the end of the day. And Always. I think that's where a lot of our conversations go instead of it being, I disagree with you. So now there's some sort of beef or animosity there. I'm like, no, let's discuss where it doesn't mean at the end of the conversation, we have to agree. It just means at the end of the conversation, are you clear on where I stand and am I clear on where you stand? So we have that level of understanding. And I think that's what was good. So, like I said, once again, I appreciate you uh, for, like I said, giving us your time. Uh, I will definitely like to, uh, to have you on in the future, because like I said, uh, you know, I, 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 I love a, a, a young you know, woman that can just state her opinion and don't, you know, like you said, uh, the same thing that 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 Corey you said about Yannick. You don't you don't care about whether or not somebody agrees with you. This is your opinion. You're going to lay out in detail. This is why you feel this way. You'll give examples of what happens, you know, to the contrary of what you might think, and you just lay it out there for the people. So I just appreciate your honesty and your forwardness, and I appreciate it. Um, so that's pretty much going to end our show for tonight. So uh, Corey, you can go ahead and give a. Uh, uh well I'm sorry Ronnie you you, you got to give us a uh, I don't know do you do a do you do a bye y'all can you give us a bye y'all because we do like we about to do our quote unquote our catchphrases on the way out so can you give the uh the audience a bye y'all and then we're gonna go to Corey then we're gonna go to me but then we're gonna let everybody get back to their life yes bye y'all <laughs> that was dope. Right. that was dope. <laughs> all right and Corey what do you what do you normally say there my guy. Hey, I'm the infamous one, G Phrase, and I want everybody to have a blessed day on purpose. All right, and like I said, my name is Saul G, and as I always say, it's not about where you started, it's about who you finished with, and we've been